Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and we have with us today Hang Him. He is the CEO and co-founder at IQ Tokens. Hello. How are you, Hang? Good morning. I am doing great. So why don't you kick us off with a little overview of IQ Token? Sure. Um, so IQ Token, uh, as a company, it's only been around a very short time, but as an idea with with Nate Healthfree as the other co-founder and myself for multiple, multiple years. Um, We've worked together for almost two decades now. And the idea came about multiple situations where um, Nate and I, we we do long drives together because we meet with customers. We do consulting work and engineering uh, and we build infrastructure. So we always sit during our drives and we always sit and say, okay, how can we do this better? What's you know what was the situation with this customer, um, as well as uh, you know just technology in general. Nate and I love technology, so uh, we always talk about wacky stuff, right? Uh, when it comes to technology uh, and what technology can do for people. So it, we had an experience with customers where he was complaining about quality of service, and which you know in in the enterprise space we can fix very fast. So. You know, enterprises have dedicated connections between their sites, and and sometimes they can't get that service, so they have to buy internet service from other different ISPs in the world, and then they suffer. They just can't control that service. And they're not looking at so we can fix this. We know how to fix stuff like this. This is what we do every day. And so that's how IQ Token came about. So quality of service, class of service, whatever you want to classify it in, from the technology side, for the end users, just a better internet experience where you have not necessarily more speed. The speed is relative, right? It's all about quality of the connection you have with your other end. And that's what IQ Token here is to, to do is to provide better quality connections where you're guaranteed latency or guaranteed certain amount of uh, ping time. And this really is effective for um, gamers or end users that um, use video calls. Also, um, you know, real-time data statistics that need to be traded back and forth. Those that those are really uh, what this service is for. I see. So it's all about just getting the customers what they need as quickly as possible uh, in the most condensed way. So yes. Yeah, so that's the service itself and the quality and to provide quality. And to facilitate that, you know, we, we talk about blockchain a lot, and I, I don't try to go into the weeds too much because some people want to do it, some people don't. But blockchain and all the technology that's available now is what's tied us together and allow us to do this. Um, because we can, when you make a call or Skype call, FaceTime call, video games, whatever you want to do across the world, you, you're connecting to multiple ISPs. And one of those ISPs could be in... India, in Japan, in Korea, whatever the case is, right? And so what blockchains allow us to do is help set up smart contracts on the Ethereum network and also facilitate payment within with our token, which is an IQX token. 
And your your token is is on sale now. Is that correct? You're yeah, having a coin offering. We're doing a coin offering, a small portion of it, um, kind of a pre pre sale offering. Uh, just just put a small amount out there because you can't sell all of it because you need a lot of it to operate uh, our our network because that's we're, we're going to be feeding the network with these coins and sending them to providers and so forth. So yeah, they're doing a small offering right now out there, and it's only going to be going on for initially 30 days. We'll, then we'll pull it back and see how um, the offering's going, and we'll do another 30 days. So a total of 60 days offering. Fantastic. So people should jump on that as soon as possible. And right, yeah, especially the, what Ethereum pricing is right now, it's it's a very reasonable uh, offering. And the way we offer these is in micro payments, right? So when we, we're, we're not here to make massive um, um, coins prices, these coins are really small. So what I mean by that is when we do a transaction, we're talking fractions of pennies. Um, so each coin right now is worth roughly 0.001 and that allows us to facilitate these micro transactions within the ISPs and between customers and developers. Um, because in the end, it's going to be our hope is to have millions of users, right, transacting on our network and their network. And it's these payments are going to be immediate in seconds. So a a, a five minute call, a ten minute call might only cost you a dollar or two at the most. Um, and that depends on the ISP. When I just did the math within the local United States, it costs 25 cents. And these are all hypothetical numbers between different ISPs because each ISP wants their own different share of the coins, right? Mm -hmm. So when people are trying to implement your service uh, into something they're doing, walk us through what that process is like. So for the end users, it should be seamless. So if you have an iPhone, if you're playing PS4, if you're doing a Skype call, it should be seamless for you as an end user. Um, so as a ISP, say Comcast, CenturyLink, Verizon. So we'll we'll have a contract with them, a uh, peering agreement with them. Um, we'll, we'll take we'll take care of all the automation. So each ISP will have what we call a cloud controller in our cloud, and then we have a master controller that controls all the different. Uh, ISPs, which ties back to the Ethereum network off-chain. Um, and basically, let's say you're on your iPhone or your PlayStation, you're, and you're playing a game, and they, you're, you're basically last couple of games or couple of video calls, you experience the high latency. And, and but your connection is great. Your I, you know, your connection to your ISP is a gig link, 500 megs, whatever the case is, but you still get spikes. So we'll have a widget on your phone, on your PlayStation, on the app. You'll, you know, if you're playing, let's say uh, Fortnite or um, that's a, that's the most popular game right now. So let's say you're playing Fortnite and you have a little widget, you can click on it and it tells you, hey, you're, you're, you we can improve your connection to a green status. So you can connect that. Basically, or oh, transact that um, transaction with your account. So if you have an Epic account, PlayStation account, whatever the case is, and you know how they buy, you can buy loot boxes right now. You can buy um, outfits, you can buy emotes and so forth. This would be just the same thing almost. Um, you can buy it, boom, it, it basically preloads your account with IQX for whatever dollar amount you want to buy. It loads it into your account. And then when you hit the enable button, it transacted across the whole connection between you and the end user on the other side, so which is you know your video call. So if you're both making a video call, you have, both ends don't have to do it; just one end has to do it. So we ah, have a nice video on. 
Yeah, so we have a very nice video on our uh, website, on our actual homepage that shows you how IQ token works, and we, we explain that very well. So that way it's only really a one, so user A only has to enable it, or user B can enable it, but then they both experience that quality service between them. That's fantastic. And so, and so if you have, if you're a gaming website and you want to offer this, um, what are those steps to setting it up on your website? So, say like Epic Games or PlayStation or whoever wants to offer this service, they, of course they would work with us to get connection into our cloud service. And then that way they can preload those tokens into their account. And that way when, you know, our infrastructure basically, it's just a controller. You know, if you look at networks right now with like uh, ACI, Puppet Automation, all that stuff, it, it takes a look at the whole network, sees what the traffic looks like, and then sets up that tunnel automatically. And that's what we're doing for the public cloud. Um, and just the way networks are right now, every ISP is working on automation and open APIs between their uh, routers out there. And some switches, because they do use some switches with open APIs. But that's it's it's not rocket science. It's all available out there. It's really just making sure that all ISPs talk to each other and will be that glue that talks to all of them and helps them enable that automation between them. But to the end users, it doesn't cost them anything for us to do that work for them. It just costs them to that IQX when they want to make that call. So we're building, we're building that infrastructure for them. Absolutely. Um, so you've got to have some some interesting things lined up for for IQ token. What are what are some of the the interesting things that you're coming out with in the next three to five years? So right as of right now, I mean the first the short term for the, our MVP, we're going to be doing a trial run in uh, Cambodia. That's our goal for this summer to work with them to do a, a small batch of ISPs out there to do to test that, to make sure our MVP, MVP product looks uh, solid. Um, that's our goal right now. Um, within the next, um, as if that goes well, which I, I feel like it will, um, after that we'll be hitting, you know, all the local markets, which is the U.S. Our main goal is at the U.S., of course, the U.S. market first. And right now I've been talking to a couple of, uh, ISPs, large ones. I won't disclose the names yet, um, but we are talking to uh, two of them, which we should cover a majority of the U.S. Um, and have a product with them. Basically, they go and do it. If it's going to be on a website, it's going to be a phone app. How do you want to do it? So you know, just negotiating that. Um, we've, we've talked to them and showed them the product um, in the cloud because you know everything you can build in the cloud right now. You can build your whole lab environment, your whole all your products in the cloud, and so. Uh, our engineering team, as well as Nate, he's one of the leading engineering team, is has done that, is building that into the cloud. They're actually, the Microsoft Azure cloud is what we're using. Um, and within the next two years, I want to be able to talk to PlayStation, Microsoft, using Xbox Live or Skype or some of these other enterprise application folks to build it into the APIs and say, hey, you know, you're experiencing the issues. Um, your latency is spiking to whatever it is. 500, 1,000, but your link is, is solid for the most part. Just because the way ISP route traffic, it's best effort. They don't really say, okay, well, there's latency in this area. We'll route around that. They don't do that, right? If traffic goes this way, this is a shorter path. This is the way it's going to go. So we're going to work with them and say, okay, well, let's not go that way. There's too many, too much traffic going down that path. Let's route it this way. That's what our service is going to do. And that's within the next you know, three to five years, I want to be able to have a widget on your iPhone, your Android, your um, application developers, anybody that's going to be, because they're going to open source it to everybody saying, hey, <clears throat> this is this is the um, widget. 
his application, his uh, tie into our network, sign up with us, let's walk you through it. So within the next five years, I kind of want this everywhere on any kind of platform that's available and that people want to develop on. Because, you know, everybody deserves a good quality uh, experience and premium experience on an internet. It's not, it just shouldn't be tied to the enterprise. It should be available to everybody, and that's what I want available to everybody in the next five years, high-quality service on the Internet. And that's such, a great, that's such a great goal, and it seems a really attainable goal as well. It is, because the technology is already there. It's all about working together, um, and that's what happens a lot in the ISP world. I came from that, right? I didn't give you a little bit of history of my background, but I worked uh, building infrastructure for ISPs for a few years as well. And it's not a matter of the technology. It's a matter of working together and then building the technology together. Um, if, and that's the goal of, my, of our company is to facilitate that so we can work, all work together. To the end customer, it's going to seem like one gigantic ISP, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. it, that's why it's going to be smooth. It's going to be uh, smooth out the issues with latencies and you know, connection speeds or connection speeds, but latency really is a killer. Talk to any gamers when they get lagged out. It's not the connection speed. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, you know, give us a little bit about your background and also, you know, what keeps you motivated in this space? You're solving these problems for people, but what is really your true core motivation with all of this? Sure. So I came to the United States when I was um, about six years old. I immigrated from Cambodia um, during the whole uh Khmer Rouge, uh, Pol Pot era. So um, my family and I um, immigrated here. So it was pretty tough when I came here. I didn't have much. Um, we we lived as best we could from you know from job to job. With my because I did live with my mom and dad. Actually, my mom and dad had to stay back in Cambodia because he, there was issues there. He couldn't get out of the country. So I lived with my aunts and uncles for a long time, and we moved around everywhere. And um, this is give you a little backstory of my, some of my motivation. Um, and as I grew up, you know, we, we, my aunt worked hard. She we moved to Texas, moved to California, we moved everywhere, basically during the 80s and 90s, trying, wherever there was a job for her, she moved um, to try to find work because we originally lived in Oregon, and there wasn't a lot of work here, so we moved everywhere. So as I was growing up, I actually came back to Oregon to went to high school because it was, during my uh I guess middle middle school and uh, first part of my um, high school career I was in California, and it was pretty rough back then. A lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of uh, issues back then. We had the riots back then, and a bunch of other things. Um, and so I came up to Oregon, went to high school here, um, joined the army, uh, went to school in Oregon also. And when I came back, you know, um, the funny thing is, I didn't start in technology. I actually uh, went in the army. And then came back and worked for Oregon State Police for a little bit. And but my passion has always been technology. Um, and so after that, I got back into technology. Uh, started working for a telecommunication company. Started working for all these different um, financial fields, uh, healthcare. So I've been kind of doing all the different areas. And as I as I look at all these different areas I've worked at, the common thread between them all, right, is the in the that the network. Without that, all these fields, all, the, all these things that are happening right now wouldn't be happening. Um, so, you know, everybody experienced their smartphones and going through all, just having access to the world. Well, uh, that doesn't happen everywhere in the, except in the United States and for some, you know, uh, first world countries. 
and I use that term loosely, of course. But you know, I went and visited Cambodia this last year, and um, it's definitely not like the United States, and not everybody has access to what we have here. And my end goal of all doing all this is to help Cambodia, help those types of countries um, get the same kind of kind of services we have here have access to basic needs. And that's my motivation. You asked me at the beginning what my motivation was. So that's, that's what I'm, I'm driving towards. I do actually have another project uh, with another uh, with another partner working towards that already. I'm trying to build some basic services, basic needs for people in these kind of countries. That's, that's, my, that's my motivation. Fantastic. That's fantastic. And, and so fulfilling as well. It is. It is. And, and you know what? I love technology. So what I'm doing now is fantastic. I love doing this. I love troubleshooting this. I love building this. In the end, but at the same time, I have, I, I'm married and have six kids. I didn't mention that earlier. And um, and my family drives me a lot, right? And so when my uh, my mom and dad comes and visits me and they we talk about Cambodia and so forth and what the struggles they're going through, and it's just like, you know what? I want to be able to help that. And that's all the things I've been putting towards that do that. And everything else I've done is great, helping the local community, you know, I, I coach lacrosse and I help a bunch of charities here, but I really want to make a bigger impact, which is, you know, bring uh, more to Cambodia, which is education, uh, housing, and uh, just some basic needs. What a worthy cause. Uh, Hang, how, what is the best way for people to, you know, get in contact with you for iqtoken.io, get set up with that, um, and also any of the other things that you're involved in? They can actually just contact me direct. Um, it's hang at iqtoken.io would be the best. Um, that way, you know, if they have any questions about IQ Token or my new project, um, we don't have a name for it yet. Um, I had a partner and I have a chance to figure out what we want to name it, but him and I are working on that as well. So we can, if, if people are definitely willing or interested or wanting to help out with that other project, please reach out to me. Hang, thank you so much for coming on Future Tech Podcast today and, and really sharing your your heart, and all the very exciting things that you're working on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. That is Hang Him. He is the CEO and co-founder at iqtoken.io. Thank you all so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliet Lamar. Tune in next time. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.